All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I hate to break the fishing news after Ramchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Episode 292 of the Real Life Podcast. Tyler Remchuk, Jay, Bag Milk, Wanye. We're getting very close to episode 300, which is something we should probably plan something sizable for. Um, that's like Oof. a big milestone, what I think, right? What do you right? do for the 300th episode of a podcast? What's what's the... It's like an anniversary. What's 300? What's, what's the second anniversary get you for a present? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um... Yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. Again, like we do on this podcast, always open to listener suggestions. That's our big thing. Um, yesterday was Father's Day. There's only one dad on this podcast. Wanye, how was your father? Yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. First time. Uh, yeah, that would be your first Yep. Did you see there's a photo on Twitter going around where I am your father? Uh, yeah, that's very that. funny. Good work from Surveyor Brett. Uh, that spot he yeah. has of me Thank is you. not a great photo of me. Um, but it's a good photo. Uh, it's retweeted on our real life Twitter as well. So if you want to see that, uh, you can, but, uh, Wanye first father's day, it was good. Wanye junior treated you good. Got you a little present. He did. He gave me a present, a photo of himself framed. If that isn't oh. class, I don't know what is. <laughs> that is, that's a gentlemanly move. He is a gentlemanly move. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was a good sport about it all. Uh, bag milk. You posted a video of your dad playing the piano. That was nice. Yes, I did. That was, uh, from a year ago. Uh, but yes, I did see my dad yesterday. It was lovely. It's always good to hang out with the old man. You know what? He's at that stage of his, his retirement now where his outfits are always funny. It always makes me laugh because if it's sunny outside, there's a 100% chance my dad is going to wear something ridiculous. So yesterday he rolled into the backyard wearing just this really aggressive skin tight, like singlet, I guess it's like a rash guard. It almost looked like. And then black jeans and Crocs. It was a fucking, it was a hell of a look. He's on point. Crocs are back, buddy. He, they've never left for him. I'll tell you, he's got (laughs) multiple pairs and they've all got different uses. Like this one's for the garage. This one's a, this is his living Crocs. So he's been the living Crocs yesterday. Wow. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of Crocs. I don't own a pair, but I never judge anyone for wearing them. 
Um, but I like that you pointed out the dad outfit move because they quite often do not make a ton of sense. Um, especially yeah, once your dad get, gets up there a little bit, it's a, uh, it was an aggressive tough. look. I'll tell there, you like, there's, like I said, I've, I've said it once and I'll say it again. There'll be a point in my life where all I wear is time Bahama. So like Hawaiian mm-hmm. old baggy shirts to let the locker loose, give myself some room <laughs> to grow some pants, some loafers room to grow. I have a concept for you, Jay, that when I say the very word, it will trigger an emotional cavalcade for you. Birkencrocks. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it's interesting to say that Burks make a like kind of croc material Burke. So it's mm-hmm. funny you say that. Maybe they'll collabo and then you can just get those and wear them for the remainder a fusion, of your yeah. life. Well, yeah. Yeah. Birk so I'll be my footwear. And then if Tom, if, if maybe if nation gear can become big enough, we can do a collaboration with Tommy Bahama. That would be, oh, I think that would go good. over really well. Man, well, the floral hat, the floral hat went very well. Like we need to order more. I thought I was always wondering if if it would ever take, but we we got one ready and launched it, and it Crushed. just caught fire. It's a good hat, though. I like the I like the Tommy Bahama look. I think like that's a good play. Girl. Maybe like some cargo shorts too. Throw that in there. Yeah, just like it's it, you know, it, there's 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 something to be said about a brand whose core tagline is relax yeah jesus you'll have no more need for the manscaper when you roll that look out <laughs> no, no, i'll keep it tight natural i'll be business field. underneath the hood <laughs> i uh i had a very touching moment with uh my father who he's double vax now so we're starting to you know like hang on the backyard again and all that stuff i took him golfing for Father's Day. He's a left-hander um, too. You're both left-handed. Yeah, we're golfers. both lefties. Um, because I, I, but I'm fucked up in the sense that, so I golf left, I play hockey left, That's but why. I'm a you're natural, right I'm a natural righty in baseball. Yeah, you're fucked up. You should yeah. golf left. I shouldn't be golfing left, but my dad golfed left. So that's just what I started doing, right? Um, so I took him golfing, gave him his gifts and uh, he just didn't really say much when I gave him to him. He just kind of grunted. Um, and then when I was leaving his house that night, he said, hey, uh, Thanks. Uh, thanks for the gifts. And that was very touching for the two of us. Hmm. Um, yeah. The other day, this is a hilarious story, but my niece was over in the backyard. She's three. She's rather bossy. Um, it's hilarious. But she demanded that while uh, she was playing with the toys in the backyard that my dad and I hold hands. No one knows why, <laughs> but she was adamant that my father and I had to hold hands. Wow. Um, and my dad and I have not aside from like a handshake at the end of a round of golf have not like, you know, hugged or anything. Like, we don't do that. Yeah. We're, we're very official. So it was incredibly awkward when my dad like had to like reach out his hand to get my niece to stop yelling. And we'd like hold hands briefly. It was hilarious. I, I remember really my dad was teaching. Oh, sorry. Bang, I remember my dad was teaching me to drive standard and he was in the passenger seat and he put his hand on top of mine to like show me how the <laughs> stick shift shift worked. And we were both like, this is fucked. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I find that super interesting because I'm the complete opposite way with my dad. Uh, I like to weird. Oh, you him kiss him on the lips, you weird yeah. Tom Brady ass. Like, yesterday it was what twenty some odd degrees, and I thought it would be funny to sit in his lap and like I was holding him <laughs> around the neck, and my sister's just like, "This is the weirdest shit ever." I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm just a big kid," and he loves it. He says he doesn't love it, but I know he loves it. <laughs> the court it's- order said to stop, but they're not telling the truth. <laughs> That's right. I uh, I like that you brought up learning how to drive, Wanye, because I remember, whatever, 16 had my, or 15 had my learners, learning how to drive ahead of my test and all that. And usually my mom was the one teaching me because my dad fucking hates when anyone else drives. He does not like being in the passenger seat. Every well, family- for God's sakes. We even drove- if you're teaching your son to drive, Mr. Oh, Ramsack Sr., yeah. even then- one summer we drove all the way to Seattle and he didn't let my mom drive once or any of his kids. Like he did not want to break. He just fucking did it the whole time. And he'd get mad if someone else was like, I want to drive her bed. He'd be like, no, you're not driving. Um, have you ever seen so, the wonder years your M check? No, I have not. I thought as much. Anyways, I imagine uh, his dad is the dad in the wonder years. I have seen that. Oh show. Yeah. yeah. There was yeah. one time where uh, I'd like, I'd been driving on the road for a little bit with my mom. Like I was getting, you know, comfortable with it. And I asked my dad, I'm like, Hey, can you take me to practice driving tonight? My test's coming up, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, fine, we can go to a parking lot. I was like, okay, sure. And we drove in the parking lot for two minutes. And he basically just yelled at me a couple of times. Cause he thought I was getting yep. too close to hitting a light pole, even though I wasn't sure. And then I kind of stopped and said, you know what? I think I'm good. And then we went back home and sat in silence. It was hilarious. <laughs> my brother taught me how to 
drive a standard by going to the bottom of 105th street and like parking on the hill. And he's oh. like, away you go. <laughs> I was just, he threw me in the deep end. All I could remember <laughs> is burning the shit out of my clutch. Like it's just, it was the worst first experience ever driving a, uh, driving a standard. I, I remember I learned parallel parking on my way to my driver's test. Respect. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You're like, okay, you got to learn to be right downtown Jasper Ave. I'm sorry. 124th street. Pretty active street. Yeah. And had to, had to parallel park in traffic. He's like, if you could do it here, you can do it anywhere on that test. My main fun. concern for my driver's test was not having to go down Grote Road. Because in my brain, that was like the most complicated part of town. And so I purposefully took my test deep West End so that I wouldn't be anywhere near Grote Road. Guess what happened? Grote Road. Motherfucker took me right to Grote Road. But did you do like, it? Yes, but I Hell failed yeah. the first time oh. because I forgot to put the parking brake on. So then I got back to the place deep West end and I was like, Oh yeah, the parking brake. So we got the end and I threw the parking brake on with great flourish. And the guy was like, no, failed, came out ashen faced. My dad was like, Oh shit. Well, we can just go to another place. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, they don't talk to each other. The system. I just went to another place and passed it two in a day. Boom. I, uh, I've told this story before, but I took mine out in like a small town and, uh, for the sole reason of like, I know I'll be okay if I mess something up and you know, you're nervous and all that. I did good on everything, but I missed a playground zone and I went 50 through it. So at the end of the test, Ooh. the old man was like, you know, you're a good driver. I can tell you're a good driver, but you went 50 through a playground zone. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. it's, that's an automatic fail. And then he goes, ah, no, you were good at everything else. I'll pass you. And he passed me with only like five demerits. He didn't even ding me for it. <laughs> And you're still I also did through playground zones to this day or yeah. very smart. I'm very smart. I also did mine in a small town. It was the best and the big mm-hmm. to do on my driver's test. I remember it was going on on the highway. That was it. <laughs> I parallel parked behind one car. It wasn't yeah. even between two cars and the hill park was on flat ground. It was the best thing ever. It took like 10 minutes. Easiest driver's test ever. If well, you can't drive people, go to a small town. I promise. That's, that's funny. When I took my motorcycle test, that was exactly it. Like I practiced, practiced the hill start and stop. And they made you do it on flat ground. And I just, I, I kept fucking up. I almost, they give you three chances. And I, I was dominating everything. I took a motorcycle class. I was crushing everything, doing the hill things. But it was on flat ground and I had to do it on my third try. I was fucking shitting my pants. When I first started driving, the thing that boggled my young brain was like the 360. When you're driving down the road, something could come at you from any direction. That was always what my mind was stuck on, right? Like, I'm like a tire coming, shooting out into traffic or something, right? And I just remember when I first started driving, I would like check my mirror, check my mirror, check my mirror, look over my shoulder. Like, I was always looking in every direction. And my driving instructor teacher was like, you have to look straight ahead, man. I was like, shit, it can come from anywhere. By three o'clock. That's, uh, that's uh, your PTSD from the war. I guess. I was also con- wasn't sure how the driving wheel moved all the tires at the same. Like, a, did the back tires move or just the front? It was all very mechanically confusing. Hmm. But I made it work. And we're here now. Here, I'm sure. here we are now yeah. driving in a podcast. Yeah, drive this podcast. Or are you going to burn through a school zone? No, no I will not do that. Uh, sometimes now here we are today, 2021, on a driving instructor's podcast. I wonder if we have any listeners who are like driving instructors. That'd be interesting. My uncle was a driving instructor. Does that count? Yeah. Do you think right now that you could pass a driver's test right now? No. Fuck. Yeah. I've been putting off going. Cause like I need to go get my next license. Like I'm still on my GDL or whatever. Like the one you get when you're 16, I haven't gone back. Oh, we uh, all got that before that. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. You, you guys all got lucky. They decided to open up a cash grab now, so I can't. Like, I'm not technically so allowed to. What's the difference to... between your grade one and grade two drivers? You're not allowed to drive past midnight or some shit like that, aren't you? And I, I can't. I have a zero tolerance for alcohol. Like, if I have one beer, I can't drive legally. Like, oh, I can't drive. Like, I whatever. And that's why whenever we'd be like recording podcasts and shit back at a little break, you guys would be like cracking beers, and I'd be like, leave mine uncracked. I'll have it at home. I just thought I never you were drank mean. with you guys. I know. I saw you were a jerk. Yeah, no, I'm definitely not an asshole. I love beer, but mm. I just love following. We're all the law learning about more. each other today. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, all right. Uh-huh. Something else. I'm literally just going through the list here. Father's Day. Good. I'm getting my second vaccine tomorrow. That's exciting oh, in my life. Awesome. What's going on Friday? Yeah, there we last go. Last week. 
Um, I'm nervous that I'm going to feel like shit the next day a little bit. So I'm taking a lot of like preventative measures ahead of time. Sure. Like I'm, I'm going to drink a shitload of water. I'm going to drink like a Gatorade before a Gatorade after I'm just going to, I'm going to try to grind through this thing and not get sick from it. You're going to be tired. You're going to be tired the next okay. day. So just power through yeah. it. It's all good. Interesting. Interesting. All It'll right. be a fully vaxxed podcast in no time. That's, That's right. very exciting for me. We and then when we the do one st- together. Yeah. yeah. And then we can, uh, when the new dream. studio opens up, we can get back in it and, uh, start grinding them out in person again, which will be a ton. It's going to be cool timing. Well, it's not coincidental because we've been delaying the building as long as we can, but like basically the first day of work will be the hopefully end of the pandemic work restrictions. Yeah. That's cool to like slide into a whole new building. Day one, whole new era, whole new era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're up. Uh, where do I want to go next? Cause there's <laughs> a few here. We have audio clips cause we opened up our voicemail. So that is, uh, that is, all ready to go. Bag, I am. Eh? I am interested to hear what we've got wow. so far because this is what's going to bl- blaze the trail for the mm-hmm. for the future. When oh, we yeah. talked about doing this, my main point was if we open Pandora's box and ask people to talk back to us, I think we're going to run the gamut from hilarity yeah. to horrifying to everything in between. And the first day did not disappoint. No, it did not. Uh, we're going to get to those in just a second here. Um, but first, Nation Gear launching another mystery box. We kind of do this like every summer and whatnot, um, but it's up right now. Or is it up right now? NationGear.ca. Like we're all good to go with this? Yeah, well, we're promoting it, so we better be. Yeah, we are. Uh, so it's a $60 mystery box, and you get two Nation Gear tees from the 2021 season. That's one- these. And and a Nation Gear hat. So you're getting three mm-hmm. pieces for 60 bucks, basically averaging mm-hmm. out 20 a pop. That's a... Really good deal. Um, and again, you don't know what it is. So I figured now would be a good time to go back and revisit some of the favorite Nation Gear pieces of uh, or in the history of the company from the three people who have been there for pretty much the entire time. Like I have, I have my favorites. Uh, mine, the Hope Will Never Die, simple black hoodie with just the logo on sort of the left chest. That's my favorite. I wear that hoodie three or four days a week, probably. I'm always in that thing. Love that piece. Love the new dynamic duo shirt. That one's up there. And the Oilers Nation Internet Company one is one of the new ones I love too. What do you guys think? There's also some of our unreleased underground designs like Koski for Vesna that might be in the mix. Or (laughs) in the uh, mystery box, you mean? In the mystery. Yeah, yeah. We're just, we're just, that's cool. (laughs) I'm kidding. Oh. I'm like, shit, we should (laughs) have. Just fan Shirelli, Shirelli love shirts. That actually well, would be, you know, it would be a sick t-shirt if you could take the time would be to do the research and find Chirelli's photo at Harvard and yeah, make your good. shirt that photo on the front. Like the screenshot of his or even the screenshot of his like Harvard yearbook page. Yeah. With all the random people on it. And then also Peter Chirelli and people are like, why do you have that shirt? You're like, oh, Peter Chirelli's on it. They're like, is that a mugshot? You're like, no, it's Peter Chirelli's Harvard undergrad photo from second year. Bagno, like, what do you You've got? never seen a woman naked, have you? Like, nah. <laughs> what do you got? Favorite nation gear of all time? Uh, that's impossible. I tried to grab one. That's my favorite, but I packed it away already. My favorite one, I think, is probably the first T-shirt I ever got. And it's OG. And <clears throat> there's like six people that probably have one. It's the one, you guys remember? It was gray with the big, uh, big teeth on it, and it was yeah. missing teeth. Yeah, that one was one of my favorites. I loved that shirt. I thought it was yeah. so much fun that that was a website. That was like the first t-shirt. one ever. That was Nation yeah. Gear 1.0. I can't remember the company that we partnered with. Uh, Spark. That we Spark was the printer, and was that also the line of clothing? Anyways, they have an office over by the Space Science Center. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's that's classic. My my favorite, the OG hat. Yeah, uh, I just is timeless. Um, and would that be like they just still move the, the black still, snapback, the black snapback? Love that. And hat. then, in terms of oh man, we've done some cool shit. Uh, you know what? Another one of my favorite is while you're thinking, Jay, is for a while when shit was really rough, and we had the baseball tee that said "Sad since 07. That was mm. fun. I like that. that. Was a good. That was a good one. We that one was a popular one as well. You still see it out every now and then. 
yeah, there's it, coming up with nation gear designs has always been fun for me. Like there's some of the yeah. ideas that we spit out around the office that end up on a t-shirt or whatever is, is always pretty a fun. A lot of the stuff around the lottery, like that was fun because that stuff happened so fast and it yeah. just caught fire. Yeah. Like yeah, the lotto ball yeah. t-shirt. The I remember OG buying hoodie. that one. Yeah, the lotto the OG ball hoodie ticket. is my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. The very I have, massive ass logo on it. I have an OG hoodie signed by ryan smith it doesn't get much better than that it's when we went to moose job for his retirement he was nice enough to sign one of my hoodies. yeah that's the og geez. nation hoodie i don't know that's, what it is about the original hoodies but the material like the hoodie they were made out of they were, were solid like, very durable yeah very, very solid. Durable. i'm a big toque guy so i like the toques we come <laughs> out with a lot yeah. mm-hmm. I, I love uh, the bg like oilers that. nation hat that was a cool one yeah I I see uh, like you see a lot of nation gear around the city actually, but the one that always and maybe it's just because it stands out to me, but I think I see it a lot. The city of champions gear, like that yep. shit, I always thought was yeah. really sharp, and I see it around a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and the actually, you know what? Sick on that. It mm-hmm. was sick, and like there's a cool. I posted on Instagram actually last week. There's a really cool photo of Jay Rick and I walking in Winnipeg, and it, somebody yeah. took a picture from behind of the the city of champions hoodies. It was super cool, but I think for me, just because it has to be. My favorite nation gear moment is when we got the photo of Ryan Nugent Hopkins at his oh, wedding yeah. and all the boys oh. were wearing keep Nuge forever shirts. Like it Unreal. didn't really that, get much better. That is that, 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 like, that is a point in time in the nation history that'll still yeah. stand above the rest. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that was unreal. That's good and that one. was just like something like that hashtag I started a hundred years ago, but then we were just, I, was, I think probably Jay at the office was just like, we should do a keep Nuge forever shirt. Now, when J Rock shouted me out wearing Nation Gear, that yeah. was a very big moment for me and Nation Gear as well in its history. Yep, Roy, one hundred percent. That was, was exciting. J Rock of Trailer Park Boys fame, what up in character wearing Nation Gear? Shouted out Wanya, and I turned into a beam of light and shot into space. I was so happy. Uh, he was uh, Jonathan Torrens was he was doing something in town, probably for Taggart and Torrens or something like that. Maybe such and a nice guy, so he crazy, in- so nice he was nice enough to meet up with us on a Saturday or whatever. And we gave him a big box of nation gear. And then he's like, do you want me to do a video? Yeah, that'd be great. So he just pops on some nation gear, he threw a hoodie on and a hat. And then all of a sudden he just like kind of went like that into J rock and did his little shtick. And it's by far, like not close, the most viewed video on our YouTube page. Oh yeah. yeah, It is by far. You can go to that YouTube page, the nation network and subscribe. Find all our video content. Well done. Drumchuck. Well done. (laughs) Very good at seamlessly mixing in plugs and ad reads, like the one I'm about to give off for Neo Financial, a better way to spend, save, and get rewarded. The sleek app makes savings easy. Neo Financial. I also missed off the top. This podcast is presented by the HGA Group, the next generation of business services. HGA Group, built to serve you better. Uh, a couple of uh, stories from around the NHL, and one that I'm going to tie back into the Oilers here. I don't know if you saw this, but JT Brown, now former NHLer, announced his retirement and then also announced that he's taken a job to be a broadcast analyst with the Seattle Kraken. So in one day, he goes from NHL player to NHL broadcaster. Um, another weird instance of like broadcaster player mixover, the Toronto Blue Jays signed Canadian John Axford, relief pitcher, to a minor league deal with the plan that he could work his way up to the majors. And he was an analyst on their games earlier this season yet. So he in a year is going from Jay's analyst circling back to player in the Blue Jays organization, which I think is really cool. If we're Um, talking about baseball for a second too, if you don't mind, Tyler, uh, shout out to our boy. He listens to the podcast. Eric Sabowski, first pro win on the weekend. Yes. Um, First professional win. He threw two innings, didn't allow a run. And I think he struck out four as well. So he is, uh, yeah, he's making some noise in in the minor leagues of baseball. Sabowski. A lot of a uh, lot of long bus rides. I'm sure he's crushing out real life podcasts while he's on the road with the with Fort Wayne. We should Anyways. advise him on the show. No, so we listens. should make longer podcasts for him for his yes. bus ride enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's trying to forget, and all of a sudden, the Nation podcast is about his games, like blow by blow. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, leave relax. us a voicemail. Leave us a voicemail from the bus. Let us know how it's going. Yeah, let yeah us hit know. us up, Eric. That'd be nice. Like updates oh. from the road, and he could just like channel him to his phone. That'd be great. Tell us like what you ate and shit on the road. He might um, be having like an inception moment right now as he's listening to the podcast on the bus. And we're talking about him listening to the podcast on the bus while he's on the bus. 
That'd be oh. pretty funny. Oh, like the time J Rock for my favorite show said my fake blogging <laughs> name on Facebook. What the fuck? Um, so the reason I brought up the player broadcaster stuff is I wanted to ask you guys which current Oilers player would make the best analyst? Who would be the best broadcaster on this current Oilers team? I'm going to say Leon Dreisaitl because he'll say things that are just ridiculous. Anytime he has a mic in front of his face, he is the only one on this team that will say anything interesting. So I'm going to give him my vote. I would Leon the same Dreisaitl. logic. I think the same logic bag milk. I would go Mike Smith. I yeah, Absolutely. I could see him too. Yeah. He'd shoot yep. from the hip. Mm-hmm. And he'd, and he's, he'd be fucking scary while he's doing it too. <laughs> He's a witty guy too. Like sometimes it, like his back and forths with Scott Oak this year have been like kind of funny at points. Um, yeah. Mike Smith would be good. He was the first one that jumped to my brain uh, simply for the appeal of having him on your broadcast, James Neal. Oh, that smile. He just smiles at right? the camera for yeah. the entire thing. Like imagine having him on your panel. That That's, that's a pretty good shout right there with James Neal as well. I, I would, I think Mike Smith's a good one. Dry settle. You're right. You might get some good quotes from um who else there's got to be some good sleeper picks throughout this i know you know who would be a terrible terrible announcer angry connor yeah he just stares angrily they throw over to him and what do you think angry connor Hmm? and that's the end (laughs) Uh, remember angry hmm. connor after the playoff game where they were trying to talk to him uh well like anytime things don't go yeah do you remember yeah Yeah. and there was a shot of him with his hands on his hips they were trying to talk to him and he wasn't having it I love when Connor's like that. Connor is not here for one ounce of fame. It's one of the things I respect about him. Yep. He he is here to win hockey games. Yep. That that's all he really gives a shit about. And it's how long of a break? Like obviously we're guessing, but like how long of a break do you think Connor actually took from forty five minutes, an hour, probably? That's what I was gonna say. Like more than a week, I would have I'd be shocked. I yeah, I bet you like it's a pretty loose break. Like even when he goes on like his vacations, I bet you he's waking up a few days on that vacation and like going for a good run and like doing that kind of shit. Like, I don't think he's yeah. ever like fully checked out. I bet he brings yeah. his skipping rope with him into fitness. Like I am. Yeah, he probably isn't a skipping rope. Probably really good at it too. Well, How's your course. jump rope career doing bag milk? God, I just like, I was the sweatiest mess like an hour ago. <laughs> just my fitness is so poor. It is really bad, but I'm working on it. It's a work in progress. We'll get there. We'll get there. So the names we came up with were Mike Smith and Leon Dreisaitl and maybe potentially well, the James problem is, I think the problem is that the Oilers don't do a good job of showing us their personality. Exactly. I was so just going to say. There's probably guys say, that are sorry, hilarious that we just don't know about it. Yeah. Who are the personalities on the Oilers in the last 15 years to me is an open-ended question I don't even know the answer to. Yeah. Matt Hendricks. I, yeah. I can see him. Yep. Sam Gagne. I'm gone. He's just a great guy. Yeah. Friend Jason Strudwick. Struddy. Legend. Struddy's a natural. Legend. Struddy on uh, dinner television. What a time. Matt Green was pretty good, wasn't he, back in the day? Wasn't he? Wasn't he's he? supposed to be funny, but he's like, yeah, he's supposed to be quite the character. Yeah. Yeah. Jared like, Stoll does a little TV down in LA right now. We had him on yeah. the beautiful yeah. rundown. Yeah. How was he? Like, I wonder who's the guy telling great. cracking jokes right now. You know what I mean? In the locker room. Like, who is that guy? I think it's Cassie. Like, yeah, Cassian, I can see a cute light. I could see I could see Tyler Ennis being a, a jokester for some reason. I think that's been said in, in some interviews too, actually. That's probably that, like, why Tyler I think Ennis that's... keeps it light. I can also see guess... Connor in the corner though shooting daggers of people joking around when he doesn't think it's funny. <laughs> I think if you no, had like a Connor eyeball cam in the locker room, he'd be staring people down when he thinks I... it's t- time to get into game mode. Yeah, maybe. I bet he likes it just to kind of give him yeah. a little bit of relief. Sometimes, but not other times. Yeah, I wonder your cracking jokes, maybe not. You know, uh, you know, like every, like everyone kind of has a thing they get chirped for, right? What does Connor McDavid get chirped for in the locker room? Like, do you think he gets a lot of like, oh yeah, just because you're Connor McDavid, like a lot of shit like that? Like, oh, I wonder totally. what the chirps are directed at Connor. Him being a robot, it's like how he doesn't have a sense of humor and stuff. See, but I think well, those guys like, get to see his sense of humor a little bit. Like we don't, I think, but, I, but do. I don't think that. I don't think that a lot of times he's laughing. Like, I think he's a pretty serious guy altogether. I bet you he gets chirped for the way he eats pasta. And <laughs> he's a bit of a disaster when it comes to it because he's so Eating focused pasta. on the carbo loading. Oh, so you think he's just going at it prison style? Just he's going, down the hatch. He, he's going 43 kilometers an hour. <laughs> Didn't somebody say that he would... Didn't Dreisaitl tell a story where... 
Connor was always pecking away at everyone's food because he wouldn't order junk yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they call him the crane yeah, yeah. or something. The crane, yeah. yeah. That's like that. it. Yeah, I do food. Yeah, food related for McDavid for sure. That is funny. Yeah, he doesn't order junk food, but then he'll eat yours. Yeah, Classic he'll crane Connor. your beer too. Doesn't count. Maybe if you like. Can you like see like he's so focused on hockey that he's just kind of mediocre at ping pong in the room? Because we know the ping pong tables legendary in the Oilers room like he's just kind of mediocre at it and they bust his balls on it there's a thing I don't even think that Connor necessarily likes sports I think he's just so like focused on the task at hand that he's not like oh you know what else is great things other than hockey no yeah maybe uh he had a funny exchange whenever Connor McDavid posts something that isn't sponsored content it always gets my attention because it's very rare but he had a funny little uh joke thrown at Alfonso Davies did you guys see that did you no. get the joke? Because I, so Alfonso Davies posted a photo uh, of himself holding a signed picture of himself and Connor McDavid. Um, and it's the two of them at center ice. He's dropping the pot. Connor McDavid, the inscription on the photo is hilarious as well because he writes to Alfonso. Is that what it says? No. It's, it's just like, the worst handwriting you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Like brutal handwriting. And then it's like, like he was in a car, like off-roading and someone handed like, him a Sharpie while they're hitting huge ruts in an off-road vehicle. It's like, like Connor, that this photo for yeah. Davies. Yeah, no tattoo. time. It's the Steve-O to... tattoo from Jackass 2. Oh, to Alfonso, keep up the great work. And yeah, the, the handwriting is so bad. <laughs> to <laughs> but... Alfonso, keep up the great work. Drink the pink, Connor. Yeah. <laughs> Go so, and. This. Anyways, uh, Alfonso Davies posts it and behind him on the wall are like a bunch of kind of odd photos of like animals and little plants. So McDavid responds and says, put it under the seahorse. <laughs> oh, because there's a picture of a seahorse next to Alfonso Davies. Up, like, boys. I, well, I heard I actually heard Connor's funny. Like, like it was, it was like is. a teammate. Yeah, I bet he is. Yeah. It's just it's I not bet when it's game like, time, right? Yeah. Like not when it's kill mode. And I bet he's one of those guys that if you don't know him, he's not cracking jokes. Like, but like when you're on the inside, he's got some, yeah. he's got some zingers. Yeah. Zingers. Some of the responses at five years old, a young Connor McDavid decided he didn't need to learn handwriting anymore and stuck with <laughs> hockey. Um, I simply cannot believe that a man with the literal hands of God actually wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he just finished doing like a thousand one finger pushups. Oh, and they're Connor, like, Hey Connor, write on this thing. Connor does everything with a hockey stick. Yeah. He does. So he's got he's got a special stick with a pen strapped to the blade, and he stick handled that, which so, makes the handwriting all the more impressive. Actually. All the more impressive. Yeah. Someone else said, "Are we supposed to believe Alfonso was written by McDavid? Looks like a fill in the blank. Do better." And oh what I would God. argue, Do Connor. better. Who are you? But my argument would be, no, if they were trying to pull a fast one on us and be like, oh, yeah, just fill in the blank here and we'll send this picture to Alfonso, they would have made it look better. They wouldn't have been like, ah, just write it like shit. No one will notice. That's No, this was written by Connor, but there was extenuating circumstances because it looks weird. Yeah, it does. It looks very odd. Yeah, he wrote it on a plane or something. There's no way that's his penmanship, for heaven's sakes. Look at his signature. His signature is scrolly-rolly. Need to see this fucking disaster you guys are talking about here. Yeah. I like the sound of Begma clicking away to find this thing. Um, but now we're going to get your reaction of you looking at it for the first time. Where is it? Like how far Just go to, go, to, go to Alfonso Davies' Twitter. It's like the first thing. Oh, okay. Um, anyone been keeping up with uh, Euro 2020? There's a Yeremchuk lighting it up. I know, I know. I know, I've been meaning to tag you, but I'm like, everyone else is <laughs> Like the singing competition? <laughs> what? Euro 2020? Like Eurovision 2020? Like Where this, each country sends a singer and they have a sing-off internationally. It's a, this is like the third largest sporting event in the world. Like and then there's like an the Icelandic Simon Cowell on the end who doesn't like any of the Scandinavian singers. No. Bag milk, your take on Connor McDavid's printing? It looks like, I mean, the printing isn't as offensive. to Like it's, the printing is, I feel like you guys are being hard on the printing. Well, the Y-axis is not being respected. The letters are all wiggly piggly. Is, yes, but to Alfonso, the Alfonso is aggressively written. I don't know what's going on there. It was like he was trying to write with his left hand or his left foot or something. There's a smushed P. Know. You would never yep. smush a P, I don't feel. No, the A is not really an A. It looks more like a nine. Yeah, that's interesting. 
Interesting. The quality seems off, but what I will say is that the, the quality of is God wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> so good. The quality is never off when you order through our friends at Twig and Berries. We got the promo code Nation15, gets you 15% off. They got their in-person store setups. So now you can go try on, uh, I don't know, I don't think you're allowed to like try on the nutsack underwear. Um, but you can try on all the clothing there as well. See it in person before you buy it. They got a ton of great stuff at their website as well, twigandberries.ca. Free shipping on orders, over $75 in Canada. All right. Uh, so we opened up our voicemail. Oh. We're, getting, we're getting into this. Yeah, let's do it. We got a handful of them. We're going to play them. Um, And then after I play them, I'm going to send out a question for next week that people can hit up on the voicemail. Or you can literally just send us anything as you're about to see. So the first one we got was technically the first one we got was from Electronic Jordan, who started it by saying, this is for Oilers Nation Radio and didn't (laughs) give us a real life question. (laughs) It was a good ON Radio question, though. It was. It was. It started a good debate. Wrong number. First caller was a wrong number. Yeah, Pretty yeah. much. Uh, but the next one was from Oliver Lachansky, um, son of Surveyor Brett. And uh, they added in the description, not coached at all. And here's what Oliver had to say. Hi, I'm Oliver Lachansky, the son of Surveyor Brett. And if you don't back into pa- parking spaces and you have a big truck, you're a coward. <laughs> Whoa! Oliver, man, Shots calling you out. Fired. Oh, wow. Wow. Love wow. I love the input. I, I think that was great. You know, we like that guy. And that too, right? If you just have a take on anything we've said on the podcast, you can hit up our voicemail. Oh, that's wow. good. Well, good opening got, volley. You'll, you'll, you'll love to know, Oliver. I got busted. Uh, I didn't back into a parking stall. I was forced into a situation where I had to drive through into a parking stall, mm. which had me look like I backed in. Someone caught it and came at me on Twitter about it, and I respect it. All the best. So, Oliver, I'm sorry. Not not all of us wear capes. Enjoy your life of backing into parking stalls. <laughs> coward. That's such a great you. diss. Yeah. Hard, to re- hard to recover from a I'll coward. I'll be scared to say that to your face, though. It's so emasculating to call oh, it a coward. I know. And the mouths of babes. <laughs> oh, from a nice young person like Oliver. <laughs> Seven-year-old Oliver Lujanski. Seven- <laughs> oh, geez. I've been knocked down a rung or ten there, haven't I? Turned the <laughs> knife to. I might and just give up driving. As we as we go forward here, some of these are not entirely appropriate. So seven-year-old Oliver Luchansky, you may want to stop listening to the yeah, podcast. Any other children. Yeah. Uh, Cover your ears, you coward. This next one is from Arsh, (laughs) and uh, I like it because it just hits you like a ton of bricks in terms of audio quality. It's great. I'm asking the real questions. When are we getting the Oilers Nation boxing event? I want to see your check versus bag milk. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a staccato way of speaking. Does he end it with like, I've also got like someone for hostage and I need a million dollars? I was going to say, do you want to play a game? It sounds like the guy from uh, Jigsaw. Uh, Give me back my son. Or was also static. Was that played on a radiola? It yeah, yeah. sped up slightly, I feel yeah. like. No, I like it. It's cool. It's eerie. I like it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, he wants to see Yuremchuk v. Bag Milk in boxing. I got the reach on you. So, you know, yeah, there's I'll that. Kiss ah. you have, you won't have oh. any defense for it. <laughs> you little rascal. This isn't fight, eh? We're double vaxxed. I'm going to kiss This is the streets ordered. Yeah. Uh, all right. The next one here, you all know who recorded this one, but it's from Ray Upton. Oh, who uh and the email is jay downton is a fraud at noodleking.com <laughs> <laughs> wow I, you know and what I, I loved i opened up the idea of the voicemail i'm getting absolutely you are fire yeah. roasted for your it. own parody version it. of yourself is talking to you jay this is a paradox if <laughs> ever i've seen one all right ray i can't wait come at me bro This is Ray Upton, CEO of Noodle King. We took Lacombe, and now we're coming for Kingsway Mall. We're taking the A&W out. We're coming for Oodle Noodle. Red onion cakes for life. One time we offhandedly <laughs> mentioned I had a dream about an alternate Oodle Noodle brand yep. that in my dream was a hundred steps ahead of Oodle Noodle. I like it. And we some mysterious listener took it upon himself 
to create these social media accounts and mock Jay using them, which is just great. Oh, I love it. We took Lacombe. Now Kingsway. <laughs> this next yeah, how one. I thought Ray Upton would talk, but yeah. This next one is, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to this one. Chandler Dixon, big listener of the pod. Uh, you know I like it when things are on the rails. So I appreciate him leaving a voicemail that was also very on the rails. Here's Chandler. Hey, guys. Uh, this is in response to that Instagram post you put uh, about the jerseys. Uh, for me, I would pick the reverse retros, the royal blues, and those awesome McFarlane Comet logo jerseys. Um, but honestly, I would love if they just mixed and matched all sorts of jerseys uh, throughout their history because, man, we got some sick ones. You know what? It's funny he says that. I literally had a dream last night that we had the reverse retro with the McFarlane meteor on it. Oh my god, that would oh, be that'd be good looking. <laughs> that'd be we should just start making like deconstructed Oilers jerseys that we wish they'd made. Just Concept make them for day, real. Yeah. No, no, but like make them in oh. real life. I, I I feel like we might take get a McFarlane jersey, de-stitch the logo, take an mm-hmm. alternate jersey, stitch it on that bitch. That's making feel- me think we're in line for a Photoshop contest, though. Like uh, a jersey. We haven't done an OG Photoshop, Photoshop contest. It's you guys used to do time. that all the time. Been a long time since yeah. we had a classic hey, Photoshop contest. Hey Ray, Oodle Noodle would like to sponsor this. Boom! Suck on that. Reach, <laughs> reach. Bag milk. You writing down this idea? Yep. Okay, perfect. I, you guys, I don't think you've done a Photoshop contest since I was time. merely a nation citizen. Like, since I began working for you guys, I don't think you've done I that. I honestly so. forgot about that until just now. Yeah. Well, it turned into a point where I suck at picking was just winning all of them. Yeah, that's know? what happened. We basically <laughs> retired the trophy. It was just an I suck at picking gallery, we should, we which was great. And him from competition. He can't, you yeah. cannot participate. No, no, You're no. too good. You're too good. You can't. No, he's too good to ban. Um, in the Hall of Fame. Anyways, Chandler, Luke, thanks Luke. for sending that in. Um, I uh, I agree. I think the Oilers should mix in more throwback jerseys a little bit more often. Like, why can't we have a game next season where they wear the 06 home jersey? Like, why not? Throw it in yeah. there. One or yeah. two games. If you want to honor the yeah, if you want to honor the young and the old and the new and the past, like it's time to honor mid '90s stuff. Like bringing back the McFarland, you know yeah. that type of thing. The oil guy on the shoulder, inexplicably pulling on a hockey shaped lever, hockey stick shaped lever. Get him out. Where's he at these days? Is he retired? Mm-hmm. Hunter How's he took doing? care of him. Where's where Hunter? Is Hunter? That's a good question. Too, Hunter? Yeah, we don't know where Hunter is either. It's Hunter, actually Hunter. like weird. The only time you ever saw Hunter this past season was in the well, they played one pre recorded video on the Jumbotron every time they scored, and it was the same clip of Hunter. But like, on a he couch, was not right. Yeah, and he was not yeah. there at all. Like, you never really saw him out and about. So, anyways, Hunter, if you're listening, we miss you and we hope you're well. Hunter has been impacted by the pandemic because I'm mm-hmm. sure. It's been hard for him, and there's nothing he could be doing to be a better hunter. He is the best no. hunter there is. But I do feel like Gritty did a good job of updating people throughout the pandemic of what well, he was. What are they to. doing? Like, why is Philly so plugged in mentally? Philly got it. So- yeah, yeah. Yep. Hunter content should not have stopped. Yeah, because like Hunter could have been doing those things you see on TikTok all the time, where he's bouncing ping pong balls off a series of pans and shit. You know what I mean? Like, he- well, I don't want to ruin the illusion of Hunter for you, but in a time like this, you could have had a series of hunters doing insane acrobatics and shit in a different oh. in the suit you know what i'm saying wink mm-hmm. hopefully seven-year-old oliver is not listening at this point maybe one day hunter's a ninja wink and the next day he's a tumbler wink uh so we got one more voicemail to get to and when we set this up you guys all said you know whatever else well you you all brought up the fact that whatever is sent in i would screen it first which means I have to listen to everything no matter what. Um, Uh And this next one is nearly a minute long, and we are absolutely not playing all of it. But here's the start. I heard you guys wanted erotica. So he drove... Setting and that is all. <laughs> Why'd you play I'm that? amazed you let that much <laughs> Dude, all play. Over. Yeah. yeah, geez. Right. Bro. <laughs> Cut that out. Yeah. yeah. This is a wow. religious I'll throw, show. I'll add a bleep in there. 41. <laughs> 
You Suffice pervert. to say, our young Tyler he, became a man this week listening yes, to the voicemails. Did. So, anyways, I kept wait because uh, I obviously listened to the entire minute because I about was forty five times last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. eleven thirty at night. Mm-hmm. I was hoping it Dirty would take bird. a turn and have like a joke in it at somewhere. Like, you know, like <laughs> the man leaned over to her and said, "Chalmers cheated" or something like that. So let me get this straight, your MJ. You listen to actual erotica made for you, hoping there's a joke thrown in. Because I, yeah, <laughs> you were hoping. Like, you know what's sweet when you're sexting and all of a sudden you just drop a hilarious knock knock. Yeah, he was hoping that, that a character named Tyler entered the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wink. Tyler slowly unbuttoned his shirt. Your Remtex listening to erotica just gets inexplicably giddy and wants to hear jokes. He listened to it 63 times to keep finding that joke and it just never showed up. It's in there somewhere. Tyler um, slowly unbuttoned his Tommy Bahama t shirt. Oh. <laughs> i i just kept waiting for some tie into the podcast and it never came so we appreciate the message we really do um <laughs> hopefully you understand why we're not playing the entire minute of it on uh, on the podcast rude i say yeah um we appreciate the message well we do the sensuality of a shoehorn <laughs> i i yeah. well i also need to be careful i'm choosing my words right now because you guys will never let me hear the end of it if i say something I'm like, i enjoyed it as much of that as you did you saucy cup of milk <laughs> yeah yeah we're gonna clean that up a little bit in uh, in post as they say in the industry uh, <laughs> caller one's a seven-year-old call him oh. caller five <laughs> wants to talk about sex maybe he dropped off the seven-year-old in the preceding four minutes oh boy yeah that whole and uh, still great times glad yeah, we did this i love the, voice- the podcast yep. yeah, yeah the voicemail era it's gonna get us through it's the good. summer is coming if back you, to these if you're looking for the link to the voicemail it's in the our real life socials as well as the article on the website so just go to the article on the website right there leave us a message yeah or uh, or like bag milk said it's uh the links in our bio on twitter and instagram as well super super easy to find um, also for those that have a tough time i'll just tweet out your m chuck's phone number and just yep. voicemails on his phone yep if you're gonna, I'm gonna leave messages up. for your m chuck in like a whiny drunk voice that i know he's gonna have to listen to <laughs> you big baby redneck <laughs> The question I want to float out to people and of course to the three of you as well. Um, I saw the post go up. That was <laughs> how could you uh, make Oilers games more erotic? No, I'm kidding. Um, mm-hmm. the post- I hope there's a joke in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait though. <laughs> I'll wait to find out. Yeah. Damn, this is hot. I can't wait for a joke. <laughs> you can't blame me for thinking that though. <laughs> I, thought there'd be an, I thought there'd be an angle here. I didn't think we were actually getting however many seconds of like straight audio porn into my ears. I thought there'd be sometimes something. boys and girls <laughs> talk sexy to each other. You're yeah. You just got to kind of lean yeah. back and watch the ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, Oilers nation on Instagram posted, what can be done to create a better atmosphere at Rogers place? Uh, obviously, you know, hopefully next season fans are back in the building at full force. I know the oil Kings announced that fans will be in the building when they open their next season. Presumably the Oilers are in the same boat. Um, but JSI, you had a comment on there. I just thought I'd open it up and say, if you could add one thing to the game day experience, maybe not even in the game, but around Rogers place, one thing to the game day experience at Rogers place, what would you add? Three dollar beers. Damn. Oh, that's smart. I didn't even think of, at that angle, but three dollar beers would just like that's a game changer. If you that's got three dollar beers, that's level. Those, that's the grassroots level to high octane pandemonium and lots of fights. Gr- sons and four. Oh, oh, sons and four is coming out on three dollar beer night. I'll tell yeah. you that much for sure. For sure. <laughs> It'd be and cool to like, have variable beer pricing where like. It's like this power play is brought to you by Odd Shark. If the Oilers score, it's minus two five on beers. Yeah, or like every time McDavid gets a goal, it's a dollar cheaper or whatever. You know, something like that. Like that'd be fun. For Just every different... goal the Oilers are losing by, they have to take a dollar off the beer price. So oh. if they're ever down eight one, beers are a penny. There's yeah. a, didn't I tell a story? There's a team uh, in Finland that if the team is losing, beers are cheaper. That's how they should do it here. That's how they should do it, man. That's good. That's well, t- who's, which is the baseball team or is it football where their, their menu price just doesn't change. Atlanta. Atlanta. Like Atlanta brought their prices down. Yeah. The Falcons. Let's do it. 
$3 beers. I love that, man. I'm having idea, a good time in an Oilers game. If there's $3 beers, like I don't buy food when I go watch an Oilers game. I, well, I buy beers, but I'm never like, you know, going and getting a snack or whatever. But if things were significantly cheaper, pretzel? I would like if a soft pretzel was three bucks instead of like six seventy five. I know I'm just being cheap, but I would buy more. Like, I think that's kind of the thinking, at least with what Atlanta had was I, I, like, I'm more likely maybe even buy food if beers cheaper. Yeah, that yeah. too. Chances are I'll there's a like joke thrown in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If the you need to balance out the old body chemistry though. So as the, you know, as the $3 beers going down, you got to balance it out, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. you get that bacon cheeseburger on sale. The Bobby Nicks. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to see delicious. more effort going to the pregame show at the new arena. Like yeah. back in the day, man, they used to race Thunderbirds out at the bloody racetrack and shit. And Smitty had a leather jacket on like before the Oilers even hit the ice. I was 10 out of 10 excited. The oil dare come down. They had a fire shooting out. Holy shit. I'm with Wanya. I think that not just pregame, um, but during the game as well. Like, let's lose the crowd shots. And, like, let's actually do something with that board that they spent so much money on. Like, I think about... You don't want to show startled Edmontonians in their seats? You know, they're, where they're looking at their phone and then someone points that they're on the screen huh? and then they realize Me? they're on the screen. On the but, like, scoreboard, do- Martha? How would that be? They could do highlights that are kind of like memes, kind of like Josh Park makes for us. They could do stuff that's more entertaining. Like I think about when you go to Vegas to a game and obviously Vegas is Vegas and it's right on the strip and all that stuff. But like the party starts outside. Yes. Before you even get in. And yes. that's what I was going to well, say actually well, was that's what ice district might be able to add to yeah. that when it's like fully up and operational. Cause like, that's essentially what they have outside of Vegas is like a mini ice district. Right. So yeah. they got that like, that like that those like two or three bars that mm-hmm. are basically right along the pathway to the arena. So this is like people- my frustration though. Like the Oilers game day experience. Now granted the ice district isn't done, but like good gravy. We've been there for years now. They're not even trying. Like there isn't even so much as one person outside of the single flag. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'd like to know, like it, the interesting thing we talk about it before, and we're going to do a nation vacation there, best believe, but uh well, Vegas, but also like Nashville. Nashville's got, and I want to know if it was manufactured or organic. Nashville's got so many different chants. All manufactured. They're Nashville. They understand entertainment. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's fair. And so, and a lot of it, so they've got a section that's designated. I, can't, I think it's like 303 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the wild section, which is like what our Galleria was. Galleria was our muse. Like if you, you would look up to that for like section three 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 to like for the tone like hey where yeah. are we at because it's where i want to be where they're at and if they're yes, going, hammered so you know it's it's uh it, it, it's it's a function of sure there's some assets that need to be built but a lot of it needs to be will and determination by us and a willingness for the team to allow it to happen i uh here's what we should do your m check you want a promo call it sure. 1000 smitties you force a thousand Edmontonians to get surgery to look like Ryan Smith and wear mullet wigs, and they all greet you at the arena. And so as now, you walk up, there's a thousand Ryan Smiths saying, "Good game, good game, good game." So that's like, like, but why you like that's not like far off? Like, what if you had a section where everyone wore a fucking mullet wig? Oh well, if you wanted to be fun, there's an infinity amount of fun you could have. Oh, We're not in the business of having fun at Rogers Place. No, I know well, exactly right. So. The one idea I had, you mentioned like in Vegas, the party starts outside, right? And I mean, in Vegas, you can walk around with a beer or with a drink and it's it's allowed. It's fine. But I would love to see them find a way to either set up like Ford Hall is cool, but it's very small. Like You can't fit a ton of people in there to have a pregame beverage, right? I would love to see some sort of outdoor area like around the arena be licensed where yes. like I understand for a lot of the year, it's also cold as fuck. And like, no one really wants to do that. But for the months of the year where it's like nice out, I think it would be really cool to be able to go out there in your hoodie and your jersey before the game, be amongst a bunch of fans and be like having a beer on the sidewalk, talking with people, walking around a little bit. I think that would be like really neat. Some sort of like outdoor garden area where you could have a beverage if you want. Sledgehammers again. Remember that? That's the shit. What cars aren't worth smashing anymore? You used to be able to smash cars all the time. But that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like, I feel like make every game and like you can really crank it up for the weekend games too, but like make every game a cool atmosphere outside. Yes. So like before you are even in the rink, you're fucking jazzed that you're getting yes. a chance to watch the Oilers. That was a my thousand idea. people who look like Ryan Smith 
all deployed around the arena saying, Hey, good, good job. Get her done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Before we keep going here, need to give some love to manscape.com. It's, it's called the, you know, zone. Thousand smitties. You know, zone. Thousand smitty net on Wednesday. They'll say, I feel, I feel like that could be a song. A thousand smitties. Mm-hmm. Oh, and smitty's restaurant is like, I hope this takes off. We could use the advertising. <laughs> Our friends at manscape.com have launched the per the performance package 4.0, the lawnmower 4.0 is out. It looks very sleek and they've thrown it in a package with all their other good stuff so that you can take care of your package as well. 159.99 at manscaped.com Canadian use the promo code real life saves you 20% and guess what gets you free shipping as well. That shit shows up on your doorstep and you can start cleaning up your doorstep. Hmm? Is that a saying? Is that something <laughs> I can do? It's a, it makes so did you make that up. So yeah, you want just on the spot to walk there. all over your genitalia? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> hey, if that's what people are into. Um, anyways, uh, with the with the in-game experience, uh, I want to hear from the listeners of this podcast, the diehard Oilers fans that we love. Hop into our voicemail, or if you want to just hop into our DMs as well. Uh, I, either one. We'll take your ideas. We'll debate them all coming up on uh, on a future episode of the pod. And we'll have some Change fun with the it. intros. Like, I want them to come out to Thunderstruck one night. And like Rick Ross the next. You know what I mean? Just because they have an intro doesn't mean we got to beat it to death all 48 games. That's true. That's true. I would like personalized goal songs too. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm a little iffy on that. Um, I like that the Oilers have their little sound bites mixed in, right? Like they play Forgot About Dre when Dry Settle scores like a little bit after they do the Hello Moto thing. I like having a goal song that the crowd can like really get behind. You know, like Chicago has yeah. Chelsea Dagger. I've always been jealous of that. I'd like something that like when you're in the crowd, you can like yell along to after they score, which they kind of have. And I was like, hey, hey, hey. Anyways. And then with a Person personal touch to it. Yeah, okay. I can maybe see that. Mm-hmm. Remember that? What was it? The Chicago Bears made a rap song the one year. Oh, yeah. What's it called? Make the Super Oilers Bowl do shuffle. that every year. Every year they have to do a group rap. Yeah, like 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 the Jazzercise video. The old Oilers did it like Carnival of Tan- Champions the in their suits. The bring best. back Carnival of Champions, too, if we're bringing things back, by the way. Wow. If there's one thing this podcast is good at, it is reminiscing about old Oilers shit. Well, that's all we have. Uh, that and the greatest player in the modern era and another heart winner. All in all, a good spot. Uh, all right, we are going to wrap this up. Thanks to everyone who left us a voicemail. Um, if you're listening to this and you didn't leave us a voicemail, we want to hear from you directly. Just make sure it has a joke in it. Yeah, rip Tyler. Well, please. yeah, especially that Stop one. Stop ripping me. Message. God, I took it. I took it right across the chin this week. I, I'm the, my face. I'm the people's hero. <laughs> something. Oh, fuck. There you go. There's your ammunition, folks. <laughs> yeah, the people's hero. Tyler, you're Remchuk. Uh, yeah. Will not flood your basement, I promise. The burrito-consuming uh, hero we all need. Right, we got when it. are we starting Tyler tries by the way because yeah, like we gotta get on that Hold I was on. even just I threw out uh, on, on Oilers Nation Next Radio week, on Friday I was talking about we were doing our Deuce Vodka plugs and I wanted I was talking about how I wanted a Caesar I really felt like a Caesar yeah. Tyler's never had a Caesar I've got Josh Park working on a uh, in, uh, video that's launching this week uh, so maybe next week we should do a, a, a Tyler tries what, when is that video that Josh is working on when are we doing that well it was gonna be today but now it's gonna be Wednesday so maybe coming up on Thursday, we should have a special guest on this podcast. Yeah, we sure could. Hmm. Maybe that's where we leave it. Maybe that's where we end episode 292 of the Real Life Podcast on a little tease. Shout out, to, shout out to the HGA group, also to Neo Financial, Twig and Berries, and Manscaped.com, all fantastic sponsors of the show. Shout out to everyone who participated. Don't forget, like, subscribe, leave a review, and five stars wherever you get your podcast from. It would be greatly appreciated for Jay, Wanye, Bag Milk. I'm Tyler Uremchuk. Enjoy your week, nation citizens, and we'll talk again on Thursday. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.